Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys week 13 wide receiver start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. In this video, we are going to be going over every single matchup from Sunday's football games all the way to Tuesday night football because we do not have Thursday night football tonight on Thursday if you guys are watching this as it comes out. So before we get into it, I'd like to ask if that at any point inside this video, you end up having a great time, you end up enjoying it, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick, before we get even deeper into this one, let me give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite way to play daily fantasy sports on the interwebs. They do have two options on their website, the progressive tournaments as well as the matchup shop. But my favorite place to make that young moolah like my name was Lil Wayne is on the matchup shop. It's pretty simple. Who scores more fantasy points? Some examples from Monday Night Football. Miles Sanders, minus nine fantasy points, or Boston Scott, plus nine fantasy points. DK Metcalf, minus half a point, or Tyler Lockett, plus half of a point. It is so, so simple. You can put up as much money as you want, and it is so easy to win. Anyone could do it. You guys do research all week long to win your fantasy football matchup, so why not win some extra cash on top of it on OverlayDFS.com. Again, make sure you guys check it out, OverlayDFS.com. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 13, wide receiver start or sit decisions. We begin with the Cleveland Browns at the Le Titans. And in this one, I like A.J. Brown as well as Corey Davis. Now, Corey Davis hasn't been absolutely electric really at all this season. He's just been about all right. And in a lot of cases, that's what you're looking for at the wide receiver position. The Cleveland Browns cornerback uh, core is not very deep at all. So I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Davis put up a big matchup here up against the Cleveland Browns. A.J. Brown at this point in the season is just a no-brainer start. This guy is simply built different when they air the ball out. Obviously, they're not throwing the ball every single play, but when they decide to throw the ball, A.J. Brown as well as Corey Davis are very heavily utilized in this offense, especially A.J. Brown. So to me, he's just a no-brainer start at this point in the season. Jarvis Landry, last week I kind of knocked this man down, and I have been for a little bit of time. This man wasn't really doing anything super explosive, but he has been decent, but I didn't feel like his ceiling was really even there thus far this season. He never really had that game where he blew up. And then, right in my fucking face last week, he absolutely took a doo-doo, a fat old dump on the defense and balled the fuck out. So I like Jarvis Landry again this week. The Titans defense really is not all that good, and he's really the only option to give the ball to aside from Nick Chubb as well as Kareem Hunt. Rashard Higgins just seems like a bench warmer for fantasy football as well as some random fucking body that's going to be out there that Baker Mayfield will throw the ball at maybe once or twice in a game. The next game here we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Football Jets in this one for the Raiders. I don't like anyone in this matchup, if I'm being quite frank. For the Raiders, it seems like Ruggs, Aguilar, and all those motherfuckers are just a smorgasbord of averageness, where one of them will do good every single week, and you legitimately have no idea which one it's going to be. Will it be Ruggs, who goes off for like two touchdowns, because the man's fast as fuck and runs a million miles an hour against the Jets? I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I wouldn't be surprised if Nelson Aguilar went knuckle-deep inside the Jets' defense, but which one do I think it will be? Personally, I have no idea, and when you get into this kind of a scenario, like you get with the Raiders where they really spread the ball out. You really don't want to be starting any of them. For the New York football Jets, Crowder, Perryman, and Mims all could have big games in this one. But again, with Crowder not showing what he showed earlier in the season, what he showed last season, with how bad Sam Darnold has looked, I don't feel comfortable starting any of these New York football Jets wide receivers. Crowder, Perryman, or Mims. Next matchup here, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars 
at the Minnesota Vikings, and it is going to be an Eiffel Tower formed by Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson over the Jaguars defense, giving them the double pump like they were playing Fortnite. Adam Thielen has been amazing thus far this season. Sure, he has his down games, as does Justin Jefferson. It looks like he could actually be the rookie of the year if Justin Herbert just starts to slow the fuck down a little bit. Jefferson has frankly been amazing. So has Thielen. Both of these guys do have down games, though. Obviously, when Dalvin Cook goes absolutely fucking crazy in those matchups, Jefferson and Thielen take kind of a dip in production in those games. But here against the Jaguars, this is an easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy matchup. I like Jefferson and Thielen to lay the Jaguars down and hit them sexually. DJ Chark as well as Keelan Cole for the Jaguars are going to be sits for me. Now, DJ Chark just has not done it for me this season. I get soft throwing him into my lineup, so I don't really feel comfortable starting him this week up against the Minnesota Vikings. Same thing goes with Keelan Cole. Next matchup here, we got my Miami Dolphins going up against the Cincinnati Bengals in Miami, and I like Devontae Parker a whole lot in this matchup. Now, hold that thought because I really like Devontae Parker if Ryan Fitzmagic ends up suiting up. Now, Tua Vailoa ends up playing for the Dolphins. Like, right now, I'd say it's about 50-50 on if Tua plays. As a Dolphins fan, my Miami Dolphins, Dan Marino's behind me. I love Tua Vailoa. I want him to start at the quarterback position. But... If Fitzpatrick plays, it's obviously better for Devontae Parker because he takes those shots where it's like 50-50, Parker catches this, maybe it's a pick, maybe it goes incomplete. Fitzpatrick just hammers those ones in there, he throws a fucking absolute laser like his name was Buzz Lightyear, and then Tua would kind of just look for someone else who may be open, uh, the safer kind of option. So that's obviously better for Devontae Parker, and if we see Fitzy suit up this Sunday, I love Devontae Parker in this matchup up against a bum-ass Bengals defense. For the Bengals, the quarterback position is quite sus, and the defense of the Miami Dolphins is too legit to quit. The Dolphins defense is legitimately very good, especially when they're playing up against a bum like Brandon Allen. So I don't love Tyler Boyd this week. He is listed as a start because he's a top 32 wide receiver, but I don't necessarily feel super high upside coming out of him this week up against the Miami Dolphins. Other Bengals wide receiver, Titty Boy T. Higgins again up against the Dolphins against Xavier Howard or Byron Jones. This is going to be a very tough matchup for either wide receiver especially a rookie wide receiver going up against as good of corners as the Dolphins have. I just don't feel ultra confident in that one. A.J. Green has just been straight up atrocious, and Jakeem Grant just really doesn't get all that much use. At least he does get some use, but not enough to really be start-worthy in fantasy football this year. Next game, here we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. In this one, I like Michael Pittman. Now, Michael Pittman had two good games in a row, and last week up against the Tennessee Titans, this man fell asleep like he was on a fucking Tempur-Pedic. He just just knock the fuck out uh, Nate Robinson style. So Michael Pittman is going to be a start this week, though, up against the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans lost one of their best pieces on defense in Roby Coleman, I believe his name is. Uh, the guy isn't even that good, but of course he gets suspended for having the PEDs just like Will Fuller. Speaking of Will Fuller, Will Fuller is not going to be playing in this game. Again, I expect a bounce back from Pittman. I like Brandon Cooks in this matchup up against the Colts defense as the wide receiver number one on the team. I feel like he's going to get peppered with targets. T.Y. Hilton hasn't been very good at all this season. T.Y. Hilton has frankly been laughable if you put him in your lineup. I talked him 
down all offseason. I said this guy was a waste of a fucking pick, and there he was, waste of a pick. Kiki Cootie. Now, he could be a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky start this week, but I would wait until he plays up against a worse defense than the Indianapolis Colts, and I'd also like to see how his workload gets in this game. They cut Kenny Stills. It's just going to be the Brandon Cooks and the Kiki Cootie train. Will the hype train from two years ago occur? We were all on the Kiki Cootie hype train. A lot of us were, me included, last season after he kind of stroked it well in 2018. Then in 2019, he just completely didn't do shit, but will he be able to emerge here as the wide receiver too? Maybe, and that could emerge him into fantasy stardom for the fantasy football playoffs, but as of right now, I don't feel ultra confident in it. Kiki Cootie will be a sit for me this week. Next game here, we got the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. In this one, I don't really like very many options in this game. It seems like Kenny G, Kenny Bones is just going to miss yet another matchup, which is just fucking terrible. It seems like Kenny Galladay is always going to triumph back and play, and then he's just out again. This week, the Bears, Allen Robinson is going to be a lock start in my lineup. Allen Robinson got fucking targeted up up against the Green Bay Packers last week, even if Kissin Titties Mitchell Trubisky is going to be starting. I guess Allen Robinson is quarterback proof. This guy's done it with Blake Bortles. He's done it with Nick Foles. He's done it with Mitchell Trubisky, and I think he can continue to put up this great streak up against the Detroit Lions bum-ass defense. Marvin Jones, if you're in kind of a pinch, I would actually start him, but in most scenarios, he's a guy that I look to sit on my bench. The other Bears wide receivers are just completely irrelevant. Darnell Monet, if they had a, here comes the Monet! I think his name is Mooney. If they had a quarterback that could actually fucking see, not be Stevie Wonder in the goddamn pocket, then Darrell uh, or Darnell Monet would actually be very useful for fantasy football when he's wide the fuck open and the quarterback throws the ball wide left. It just makes no sense. So I would just go ahead and sit Darnell Monet. Anthony Miller is just a complete and utter fucking bum. Next guys here, the Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. In this one, we've got a big wide receiver matchup between Michael Thomas as well as Calvin Ridley. Now Taysom Hill has taken Alvin. Kamara and absolutely hit him with a suplex down the rankings because frankly, Taysom Hill does not adhere well to Alvin Kamara because he doesn't dump the ball off. He's not safe boy fucking Drew Brees. This man takes it himself. He's built different. He's going to shove his cock down the defense's throat, but that doesn't seem to be affecting Michael Thomas because he's still throwing the ball his way up against the bum-ass Atlanta Falcons defense that looked like the greatest defense on fucking turf last week up against the Las Vegas Raiders. I believe they go down to earth and Michael Thomas does good in this matchup for Calvin Ridley. This guy's a must-start wide receiver at this point in the season, and he has been all year and last year as well. Julio Jones seems like he's not going to be suiting up, which is definitely bad news bears for the Falcons, but they broke the curse last week because without Julio, they absolutely skull-fucked the Las Vegas Raiders. Even though we've seen the Falcons kind of curl up and just go into their shell like a fucking turtle, like Mr. Splinter, I think is that guy's name, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When they go down in these games, they don't have Julio Jones, but it seems like Calvin Ridley should be fine in this matchup up against the Saints. Russell Gage, as well as Emmanuel Sanders, just are not start-worthy at all this season and really have only been for Gage when Ridley and Julio would be hurt in that scenario, and then the Saints, unless Michael Thomas is dead in a fucking ditch, Emmanuel Sanders is pretty much not start-worthy at all. Next game, here we got the New York Football Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure that you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Again, it's free. I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. So up against the Giants, we are going to be seeing a healthy 
healthy dosage of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Now, we have seen this season, Metcalf goes off, Lockett doesn't do anything. Lockett goes off, Metcalf doesn't do something. And that is definitely a huge deterrence when starting these guys in your lineup. But you have to fucking start them. The upside up against the New York football giants is wide receiver number one for either Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. Potentially, they could be the one and two on the week if Russell Wilson starts spreading the rock around. Now, obviously, this does make it tougher when you look at the end of the week and Lockett completely shit the bet up against the Giants, or Metcalf did, but the upside is so unreal, and they don't necessarily shit the bed. They kind of get like eight, nine points, but they don't go for the big upside matchup when the other one does very well, which is obviously worrisome for the Seattle Seahawks wide receiver core, but I think Russell Wilson will spread it out in this matchup up against the Giants, and Lockett and Metcalf will be worthy of a start. Now, the Seattle Seahawks defense sucks complete and utter cock. They're fucking bad news bears, and Sterling Shepard, while hasn't been amazing this season, seems to be the clear wide receiver one on this team. Darius Slayton put up a straight-up goose egg last week. David Moore for the Seattle Seahawks is not very relevant. He does score a touchdown like every couple of weeks, so if you just fucking roll the dice and in your head you're like, this is a David Moore touchdown week, then you won't be disappointed with him, but if he doesn't end up finding that end zone, you will be very disappointed. Golden Tate, just not ultra used in this Giants offense after he kind of called out the coaching system. His wife got all pissed off. It was a whole situation. He just hasn't been great since then. Next game here, we got the Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals, and in this one, we have three no-brainer wide receiver starts. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, regardless of the matchup. These guys are typically very good for fantasy football. Robert Woods is almost matchup proof due to how involved he is in the rushing game as well. They always give him that nice jet sweep so he can run the ball. He's been scoring touchdowns. He's been great. Cooper Cup gets a zillion targets every single game up against the Arizona Cardinals. We're looking for a huge bounce back from the Los Angeles Rams and I think that they are over here ferocious and fired up to beat the Arizona Cardinals. I think that this offense is going to be very very pass heavy in this matchup as I see this one being a very high scoring game. DeAndre Hopkins even going up against the LA Rams defense. He is unsittable. Even if he has a tough matchup up against a guy like Jalen Ramsey, you frankly cannot sit this guy on the bench. Christian Kirk hasn't been as hot as he was in the middle of the season, so he's going to be a sit down. And Josh Reynolds is a hope to the fantasy gods that he does good, so he's going to be a sit for me as well. Next game here, we got the New England Deflatriots at the Los Angeles Superchargers. And in this one, Keenan Allen is a smash start. Uh, It's pretty fucking simple. Stephon Gilmore looks like not himself, I would say. He just hasn't looked great this season. The Chargers offense is going to march up and down the field even if they they don't win the game. They're still going to score a million points because that's what Justin Herbert and Anthony Lynn do. They score a million points and they lose the fucking football game. Jacoby Myers, Kobe from three. Jacoby Myers has been good, has been bad, has been alright, but up against the Chargers, I will put my belief in the wide receiver one of the Patriots because the Chargers defense is very bad. They will bend over and just let Jacoby Myers take him from the back without the use of lube. Damian Bird is going to be a sit for me because I don't really love how involved he is in this offense. I feel like Myers is the clear one on this team, and Mike Williams is just, this guy is a true fantasy football guest because he has the games where this guy looks like legitimately Julio Jones, Randy Moss. He's making these catches like he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and then in other games, this guy just fucking loses both of his hands and tries to catch the ball like this and he can't fucking catch it so which one will it be I have no idea so with that said he's just going to be a sit for me until he strings up a bunch of games in a row where I see that greatness out of Mr. Mikey Mike Williams next game here we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers and to me the Eagles this offense is just bad And when Carson Wentz looks like a fucking chicken with his head cut off in the pocket, I can't trust these wide receivers. 
Fulgham, Rager, Jeffrey, any of those guys could be good. It would not surprise me because the Packers don't have the strongest and most fortified defense in the NFL. But when I can't trust the quarterback, when the play calling is so shit from head coach Doug Peterson, when Jalen Hurts, for some reason, is not starting at this point, I have no idea. Maybe it's because they have so much money invested in Carson Wentz. He is just bad. He does his best stone impression in the fucking pocket like Medusa is shooting her snakes his way. It makes no sense. And then when Carson runs, this motherfucker looks like Taysom Hill and he trucks over someone and he looks good but he doesn't know how to read this guy is like fucking Floyd Mayweather money Mayweather in the pocket he can't read anything if you guys remember someone challenged Floyd money Mayweather to read a fucking page out of Harry Potter and the guy can't even do it Carson Wentz is just like that in the pocket there'll be a motherfucker wide open deep down the field and this man could not see him open if it would save this man's life I hate Carson Wentz I legitimately think this guy is awful it's embarrassing that he's still starting. Jalen Reger, Travis Fulgham down in the fucking dirt because of him. Devontae Adams is a must-start at this point in the season. The Eagles' defense is not good at all. We saw Darius Slay get sunned by Devontae Adams. Not Devontae Adams. DK Metcalf. Darius Slay looked like a little kid trying to cover DK Metcalf. I think that I obviously wouldn't have done better, but like... It was just embarrassing. Like, DK Metcalf literally, like, just made this guy look like a bitch the whole game. It was absolutely hilarious. Devontae Adams is going to do the same thing this week up against little boy Darius Slay. Next game, here we got the Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek the Freak Hill is going to be a start in this matchup. Tyreek, what a stellar performance last week up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady. Tyreek Hill could have set the NFL record. This man literally blew his load in the first quarter. Like, he absolutely Ron jeremy all over the face of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. It was hilarious. He just fucking went in there to pound time in the first quarter and then didn't really do much in the rest of the game. But that's okay because he did amazing in the game. Scored like 70 million fantasy points. Up against the Broncos, he's obviously going to cool down. There's a nice refractory period when you blow that much fucking load on a defense. But I think Tyreek Hill should be good to go this week as a top five wide receiver option for the Broncos up against the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense doesn't look amazing, but it's also not terrible. And then we have Horsecock Drew Locke probably starting in this game. But I don't I don't really trust him up against the Chiefs. Judy and Patrick are gonna be a sit. And Mecole Hardman and Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson. The Chiefs other wide receivers, they're just pure straight up prayers that uh, Tyreek Hill is covered and Kelsey is covered. And then Mahomes just fucking says fuck it and just heaves it up and one of those guys catches it. Uh, That's pretty much just the hope when you start one of those guys. Next game here we got the Washington football team at the Pittsburgh Steelers. No brainer. The Steelers defense didn't look great against the Ravens. Up against, like, the B team, McLaurin's an insta start. McLaurin's an insta start every week. I don't care how good the Steelers defense is. I love McLaurin. He's a safe option every single week. Now, Deontay Johnson, I tweeted this out. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I said, Deontay Johnson, can you be, I don't think that's exactly how I word it, but pretty much I said, I want Deontay Johnson at my funeral so he could carry my casket and let me down one more time. This man had butter fucking fingers on Wednesday night football up against the Ravens. He's wide open, the ball hits his hands and goes out. I needed a fantasy win, Johnson screwed me over. I know you guys don't care about my fantasy team, and that's okay, but I'm just talking about it because I thought it was funny. Very sad for those who own Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju, they're all must-starts though this week. The Washington defense is bad. Cam Sims, Steven Sims, the only Washington wide receiver, Cam Sims, Steven Sims, Sims 3, I don't give a damn, Steelers by a million, 
Cam Sims and Steven Sims are going to be sits for me next game. Here we got the Bills at the 49ers. One of these games is Sunday night football. Maybe this is it. Psych, the Broncos at the Chiefs was Sunday night football. Washington is Monday evening football at 5 o'clock. Bills at 49ers, Monday night football. And then our next and final game is Tuesday night football. Gotta love the NFL scheduling with the big Rona, but it's okay. We've made it this far, and if you made it this far in this video, I try not to preach, oh, please subscribe to me. That's not what I try to do, but it really does help me out a whole bunch if you hit that subscribe button. And if you're not new, please hit that like button and comment down below so more people can see these videos. Diggs. Beasley and Debo Samuels are going to be start in this matchup. Stefan Diggs, just a lock to start while he hasn't been amazing recently. The 49ers defense isn't that great. They did look good up against the Rams last week, but I expect a down game from them. Diggs, lock to start in this week. Cole Beasley has looked very good this season. Gabriel Davis kind of cucked him last week, but I don't expect that to happen here. Up against the Niners, Debo Samuel, he's the wide receiver one on this team. Brandon Ayuk really has not shown the struts of being a consistent wide receiver in the NFL yet. Obviously, he's just a rookie. He's been hurt. There's no fucking, I'm not saying this guy's a bum. He's a very talented wide receiver. I just don't think he's start worthy this week up against the Buffalo Bills. And Gabriel Davis, after a banger week, after throwing a tug, he's going to be a sit down for me this week. And final game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys at the Baltimore Ravens. An elite wide receiver matchup. Just kidding. What could have been Lamar and then maybe Hollywood Brown's actually good. That could have been a nice matchup. And then Dak and Cooper, Lamb, Gallup. Instead, you get Dalton, Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup. I don't trust any of them except for Cooper just a little bit with Andy Dalton. So he's going to be a start for me. Michael Gallup and C.D. Lom for the Dallas Cowboys are going to be sits because I just don't trust them with Andy Dalton. Hollywood Brown, now he got his Hollywood name back because Trace McSorley fucking threw it on a dime like he wasn't even trying last week and played well when he came back in the game and Hollywood Brown did what Holly Brown would Brown does but it seems like Lamar Jackson doesn't like Hollywood Brown like Hollywood Brown fucked his his sister or something I have no idea but with that said he just doesn't get the ball his way so Hollywood Brown is going to be a sit for me in this matchup even in a soft serve cupcake matchup up against the Dallas Cowboys let me know if you guys did end up enjoying this video if at any point you did please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below I would really 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 very much appreciate it very nice my wife shout out to Borat I love that man I love you all as well thank you guys so much I also love overlaydfs.com link down below in the description have a great rest of your guys day and I'll see you beautiful bastards maybe in a couple of hours with the video if not in the morning I love you all good boy